They're the Combini Boys. They're the Combini Boys. They're the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini Boys. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Combini Boys podcast, where my friend Matt and I talk about the latest and greatest from Japan's amazing convenience stores. In this week's episode, we're talking again about hot box fried chicken, banana chocolate ice cream bars, gatsuri ramen, mayo onigiri, and workout routines from the fami chicky senpai himself. Now let's head over to the Gambini. Hey, Mike. Matt, how are you doing? Well, I'm doing mighty fine because at last we are talking Kambini. How are things with you? Things are great. I got to tell you, you know, this is episode eight. You know, they, um, you know, there's a famous saying, the magnificent seven, the hateful eight. <laughs> so, you know, it's a, uh, we're going to have to do our best here again for episode eight to uh, really just continue on the streak of just home run after home run. Yeah. And, um, I, I read a book recently, How to Make a Podcast, and mm-hmm. uh, the author said that 95% of podcasts don't make it past episode seven. So we are already wow. in the wow. top 5% of podcasts. So uh, oh. pat on the back there. Yeah, that is that is really exciting. I mean, and um, I got to tell you, I, I don't know about you, but I feel like we're just getting started. Just getting started. And yeah, research this week suggests... Man, there's an awful lot of stuff, to, more than we had imagined when it comes to, to things to talk about about the Kambini. Uh, we had even, uh, you know, sort of jokingly, but now mm-hmm. maybe seriously, this, this could be a daily. This could be a daily podcast. That's how much <laughs> content is coming out of the Kambini. <laughs> yeah, it's like as we cover it, you know, new. it's like you cover one thing and, you know, four or five things are already, you know, being created. So we can't even keep up. Yeah. I mean, I recently watched a documentary about a, a Formula One driver named Senna Arton, mm. I think his name was. Oh, yeah. And that's just what it feels like. You know, 7-Eleven, Family Mart, and Lawson, they're, they're in that Formula One car, and you're desperately trying to pass them, and you just can't. <laughs> you know, they're, they're always just... They're always just you know, just a, a, a little late, a little little slower on the brake than you are, a little faster on the pedal. And yeah. just when you think you're going to pass, boom. He blows right by. You. That's what it feels like covering the convenience. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And um, I, uh, you know, but as you do these things, as the uh, the numbers go up on the episodes, you know, also the bloopers start to pile mm. up. And mm. uh, we're looking at blooper number two of the podcast. This one is hitting right, right close to home. Um, so yeah. I yeah. think... Uh, a number of a number of uh, episodes back, we introduced a, a a poem that a user on Twitter had written named I Hanada, mm. and um, that poem went as follows: I am chicken, fami chicky, taste of soft juicy chicken, the boneless type. Beautiful. And um, you know, the the only problem is that the author was not I Hanada; mm. it was somebody else, right? It was actually, and again, this is pretty embarrassing. It was it was Family Mart. Yeah, yeah, yes, it was Family Mart, and as you know, it's actually written on every single family <laughs> chicky. Every single family chicky package has this poem displayed in large font, bold, center typed. 
So yeah. apparently of, of the thousands of family chickies that we've eaten over the years, we've never taken the time to actually look at the package properly. So, uh, well, when you got that juicy chicken staring at you, you're not really worried about the packaging. It's kind of looking at, uh, you know, you just want to strip it naked as fast as possible and dive right in there. So, yeah, but embarrassing. Yeah. Mm. So uh, I cleared that up. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah. Next time you have a family chicky, you know, just take a look at that package and enjoy that that epic poem that they've got. Okay, Mike, what do we got at the top of today's agenda? So as you know, last week, we started our tour of a deep dive into the fried chicken section at each convenience store. And last week, we started at 7-Eleven. Mm-hmm. And uh, this week, we're heading over to Lawson. Mm. So Lawson is a little bit different than 7-Eleven. As you remember from last week, 7-Eleven is just a, it's just a smattering. There's just a... I, there's no way to categorize what, what was going on there. It's like buckshot, you know, it just kind of <laughs> blows out. You, you don't know where it's going, but it, it all tastes pretty damn good. 28 different fried chicken items in the hot box. 28. Yeah. So Lawson is a little bit different. Um, they have, uh, what I'd call two big categories and one smaller category of items. So, uh, the first one is the L chicky, which is a, just the, it's the chicky. It's the mm-hmm. boneless fried chicken. Mm. Um, the next is the, uh, the other big one is the karage-kun, which is mm. a kind of like, a like chicken nuggets. Mm. And, um, finally is the torikara, which is, um, just, a like a more generic, uh, Japanese style fried chicken balls. We got the, we got the site open and we're going to do what we did, I guess, uh, last week as well. Mike, you're going to take the Japanese, I'll translate into English. Um, let's okay. go ahead and kick this off here. Starting off, we've got the El Chiki series, and first is the Umashio. Salt flavor. Umakara. Spicy flavor. Bata shoyu. Butter soy sauce flavor. Mm. And next, we have the Torikara, and the first, we have the Torikara shoyu. Soy sauce flavor. Umashio. The salt flavor. And but let's be honest, when we're talking about fried mm. chicken in the hot box at the Kambini from Lawson, we're talking about a special, a special zone. A very special zone. And that is, my good friends, the Karage-kun. <laughs> so let's just, we're just going to uh, list off a couple here. So here we go. Karage-kun, seafood kare aji. The seafood curry flavor. Karage-kun, regular. Regular flavor. Reddo. The red flavor or spicy. Hokkaido cheese. Hokkaido cheese flavor. Yume no mixu aji. The dream mix box. Shoga shoyu aji. The ginger soy sauce flavor. Demon aji. The lemon flavor. Noko carbonara aji. The rich carbonara flavor. Dabu pepper mayo aji. The double pepper mayonnaise flavor. Tamanegi miso cream soup aji. The onion miso cream flavor. Mm. Wow. Okay. So uh, that that represents what's in the Lawson Karagekun hot box today. Mm. Um, mm. Mike, what stood out to you? If you could eat one of those one of those bad boys, which one would it be? Ah, uh, yeah. Well, um, quite a selection, but um, you know what? I'm gonna have to go with my old friend, 
Mm-hmm. The lemon flavored oh. karage kun. Wow, did not expect that. I thought you were gonna go for the for the rich cabanara flavor. I'm surprised. No, no, I so this is something that um maybe I haven't shared with you or um I have a really uh strong affinity for sort of citrusy flavored fried chickens. Mm, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah. So um I've had this one many times, um, and it's really nice. It just has that little zing, you know? It's got mm. that little zing when you bite in and uh it's just delicious um but uh how about you what uh did anything stand out for you yeah uh one stood out to me for sure and that was the onion miso cream flavored because i've never actually seen those three words adjacent (laughs) to each other ever uh creamy miso just sort of oof that uh that is a troubling troubling combination right there but man i would love to just pop one of those karage kun onion miso cream nuggets into my mouth to see what unfolds uh more for novelty than um sort of culinary interest that is that is an astounding combination yeah i don't know if onion and miso and then cream yeah it just doesn't really make sense to me but uh yeah i agree it's it's very fascinating yeah, and uh, you know, I think some of our listeners might be mm-hmm. wondering, you know, how could this brand be so popular when they're pumping out flavors like that and seafood curry, chicken nuggets, are you out of your mind? And yeah, yeah. you know, uh, no doubt uh, when you come up to the plate, you're going to swing and miss every now and again. But when you have a hundred and ninety-seven plate appearances, <laughs> there are going to be some home runs in there too. And what I'm talking about, Mike, is. Uh, We've we've learned that there have been 197 flavors of karaage kun released over the years. Yeah, starting it looked like I think what do we see that it was 2011, um, <laughs> and this is just this is just what's tracked. Who knows? There there might actually be more, but um, yeah, we were looking into this. We were we were saying like I wonder if there are any other flavors, and uh, we yeah we came at this list of 196 flavors. It's uh, it's really amazing. It's so I was thinking about this, like what uh, karage kun is. It's like, so it's chi- it's you know it's chicken nuggets, it's chicken balls, um, but it's it's almost like a it's a it's a blank canvas, it's, mm. a, it's a it's a blank billboard. Mm. It, it's like it's like Utz chips, you know, um, <laughs> any flavor you can imagine. You just put it on there and just give it a try. Hey, why not? Why not? You know, we were thinking, you know, how many how many layers of management are there but between a product idea and nationwide release? And after looking at this list, I'm thinking there's got to be no more than two between some guy <laughs> thinking, okay, how about the uh, onion miso cream flavor to uh, nationwide across 21,000 stores? Um, it's it's incredible. And um, you know, last week I was I was astounded by the 28. Mm. hot box chicken items at the 7-Eleven mm-hmm. and man it really looks like they're just playing t-ball compared <laughs> to uh, the big leagues over here at Lawson and the Karage Kun they're just running laps around 7-Eleven it is just an astounding list so they, they can only show 20 Karage Kun on this list at a time you gotta yeah. hit show next 19 times <laughs> before you get through the whole list <laughs> 
a lot to digest here. This could take, you know, this is an archival project here. This is kind of, you know, writing up a yeah. sort of presidential history sort of yeah. level of work. But anything that stood out to you, Mike, on this list? Yeah, one thing that stood out to me, and I, I imagine if you saw it, it stood out to you. And that was the Okinawa Shikwasa. <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> wow. What are the... Ch- so I, that... That was one of my. T- <laughs> no way! Are you kidding me? Yeah, man. Out of the hundred and ninety-seven, one of the ones I was gonna. T- yes, the Okinawa Shikwasa. Yeah, as yes. we documented before, uh, this is one of your your favorite regional things is the Shikwasa. And so I saw this, and you know, as I was saying with the lemon, like I really love like the citrusy oh, citrus. It's got that zing, zing, zing. You know, you bite into it, and it is. <laughs> Great. I've never had it, but I imagine it's amazing. I bet it is outstanding. Totally. That citrus sap body flavor just cuts through that juicy chicken Mm. and that crispy crust. No doubt the shikwasa karaage-kun is outstanding. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, How about you? Yeah. So we overlap. So what about you? You got something? uh, The other one that stood out to me was the yamachan flavored. Karaage-kun. And we've mentioned Yamachan once in this podcast before, but it is a right. chain chicken wing joint uh, in Nagoya. Yep. And it is just, these are the best chicken wings you could ever possibly eat. The seasoning on them is just outstanding. Yeah. And it's got this kind of creepy, kind of pervy looking guy as their, uh, <laughs> as their brand. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, if I could access Yamachan chicken across any Lawson in Japan, that would just be a treat come true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I imagine that is top of the line. And hey, you know, if you're making fried chicken, why not just make it chicken wing flavor? You know, that's... that's (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I think they had a separate chicken wing flavor in this 197 year. Probably a few different chicken wing flavors. (laughs) All right, so the second one that stood out to me is um, so as we were introducing from the uh, the the standard line or what what's in the store right now, they had the double the double uh, pepper mayo uh, flavored one, mm. and the one that kind of stuck out to me is here they've got the the triple the triple pepper, <laughs> the triple pepper mayo flavor. So I'm wondering how this went down because you know you think that it would be a standard progress. They've got the you know the pepper mayo, then they've got the double pepper mayo. Then the triple, you think the triple would be the one now, now. But I guess maybe it was just too much pepper and mayo in one karaage-kun, you know? It could be. And man, it makes you wonder. They probably have some sort of KPI where they got to release at least three new karaage-kuns a week. And there are only so many ideas a product development team can have. And so you're just getting, okay, what about chicken wing flavor? Okay, well, we did double. How about triple? We did triple. How about double? And these all start sounding like pretty good ideas. <laughs> when, the, when the big boss is telling you to to pump out the karaage kun, and uh, <laughs> man, what the hell is this stuff? This is just one of the most fantastic things I've ever seen. And yeah. uh, I'll be honest, I deeply regret not not engaging with karaage kun a lot more when I was in. Japan. I was such a fami chicken devotee mm. that I rarely actually went for a karaage kun. And yeah. man, um, I'm thinking about just, uh, man, leasing a place in Tokyo for a few months <laughs> just to really explore this uh, in depth. 
Yeah, it's it's fun. It, it's um, you know, the comedian's always got new items, but it's fun when um, one of the lines, like the karagi kun, pretty much every month, every couple of weeks, they've got a they've got a new flavor in there. So it's always a uh, exciting adventure into Lawson. Outstanding. All right, and oh, actually, um, one more. Just uh, we don't have to talk about this much, but this one stuck out to me. I actually sent it to you before, but this is another flavor that uh, was on here, and this is the Sandaime J Soul Brothers Yakiniku flavor. And the uh, as for people who don't know much about Japan, um, the J Soul Brothers they're from the Exile Tribe. Exile is uh, one of the f- most famous pop groups. In Japan, and so this is a uh, their their special branded karage kun J Soul Brothers uh, karage yakiniku flavor. Uh, so uh, I I'm, I'm just looking at this box here. I mean, this is really a tribute to the blue sky. Just <laughs> anything goes uh, <laughs> system at the karage kun. I mean, this has nothing to do with chicken. It has nothing to do with no. food. No, this is a this is a boy band with their own karage kun flavor. <laughs> I mean, would you not want like a Taylor Swift yeah. chicken nugget box at seven? Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> this is the sort of that, that's what it is. Yeah, it would be Taylor Swift. This would be Miley Cyrus. This is this. <laughs> get on at Seven Eleven in the states. This is a, this is a real marketing opportunity for you. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, a lot more we could dig into there, but um, you know, Mike, I think we have another uh, a spicy commentator this week. That's right. Yeah, she's back. And uh, as you remember, last week um, four stars. The week before that, four stars. The week before that, two stars. So um, yeah, this week we are heading back to Family Mart, mm. and she's got a another item for it. So let's take a listen. Today, I'll introduce the Zakuzak Ice Bar Choco Banana Aji, the Crunchy Banana and Chocolate Ice Bar from Family Mart. It costs 130 yen. Actually, my favorite ice cream flavor is chocolate and banana, so I was really excited when I saw this ice cream. This ice cream bar is banana ice cream mixed with crunchy chocolate chunks. The banana ice cream is creamy and the chocolate chunks are really good. I wish that instead of an ice cream bar, it was just normal ice cream that I could eat with a spoon. You should make it, Family Mart. My score is four stars. See you next week. Bye. Wow. Another four-star review. Goodness me. From the spicy commentator, even with not uh, not a shade, but a healthy dose of criticism. Yeah, there. yeah. Yeah, I was really surprised, you know. Um I, I think that uh, you know, the banana and chocolate, that that is no doubt her favorite flavor of ice cream. Mm. So I think that really that was, you know, uh stro- that weighed strongly into her opinion. But yeah, the criticism was real, you know. Let's get this out of a bar and into a cup. 
Okay, so um, that's one new item uh, for the week. And of course, every week we're bringing you new items here at the Convening Boys. And uh, we have a couple of new guys coming out of 7-Eleven and Family Mart. Out of 7-Eleven, mm. we got some Gatsuri-style ramen. And out oh. of Family Mart, we got the Kakapi Fami Chiki. Oh. Um Let's dive into the Gatsuri style ramen because this yeah. is a whole thing. Um, what is this? Yeah. Well, it's it's a style of ramen that originated from a, a shop in Tokyo called Jiro Ramen. Mm-hmm. And what it is is a, sort of a heaping pile of uh, just, uh, just a stomach bomb. You're looking at uh, <laughs> uh, lots of pork, very fatty broth. Pile of bean sprouts, tons of garlic. You know, I actually, um, I actually um, had this uh, at Jiro Ramen, a shop in Yokohama, several years ago. Wow. Uh, wow. Yeah, my our friend Nicola and I were were around the city, walking around, mm-hmm. and we saw a line. We were hungry, mm-hmm. and ramen shops. You know, if you see a line, that means it's good. So we got in line, yeah. and uh, the 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 server came out. And mm-hmm. uh, he was taking orders as people were waiting. And he said, hey, do you, do you want the big or the small? And I said, uh, I'll, I'll have the big because I was pretty yeah. hungry. Sure. And he, uh, he looked me up and down and he said, uh, no. No. <laughs> no. You're going to have the small. And I thought, well, that's interesting. I've never had that customer experience in Japan. Uh, sure. In hindsight, that man probably saved my life. Um <laughs> I've never seen anything like this. You sit down and suddenly you start hearing people screaming. They're screaming. I want more garlic. I want more pork. I want more fat. Yeah, more fat. You can get dollops of fat splashed on the top of your heaping pile of ramen. They top it off like whipped cream on a sundae. It is, it is, I mean, you eat this stuff and it feels like your stomach is playing host to the rumble in the jungle. It's, it's <laughs> Ali and George Foreman just battering your insides. And I got to tell you, Mike, there's just no way I could ever go 15 rounds. In fact, um, the second time I went to this place, because it is really good, I, I you know I did a full surveillance operation of bathrooms within a three minute walk radius, and of course those were the convenies. So sure, uh, convenies sure. saved me again. Oh yeah. Um, but now everybody <laughs> around Japan can get access to this style of ramen at any Seven Eleven, which it's fantastic. Very excited about this. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. It's it's a little it's a little scary though. Like if you imagine people across Japan, millions of people each mm. each you know for lunch each day are eating these heaping piles of uh, <laughs> what did you say stomach bombs? Um, yeah, I've so I've never had uh, the original, but I have had this the Jiro style uh, ramen before. I'm not a big fan. Like I just mm. I, I personally just don't like bean sprouts that much. And, um, and you know, like, it's like half of that stack is bean sprouts. Um, but I know it's a lot of bean sprouts, but, um, you know, there are people who love it and, Mm. um, 
So this is exciting for ramen fans across Japan. Now you don't have to go, you know, to Tokyo. You can just uh, get Jiro at your your nearest 7-Eleven. At your nearest 7-Eleven. And just quick recommendation for those who uh, do wind up going to Japan one day, and I hope you do, uh, and want to experience the original and not just the 7-Eleven, um, I, I recommend, you know, just, just going out wearing a diaper. Um, because unless you're a real pro... You really don't know what you're getting into, and you wanna you wanna go in cautiously, and yeah, get get the small. Um, okay, All so right. that's uh, that's the Gatsuri ramen, and then also this is a very exciting product, Mike. Um, mm-hmm. Could you share a little bit about the latest coming out of Family Mart in the hot box? Yep. Oh yeah, and uh, you know every week we talk about the family or the uh, the chicky wars, and. Um, a couple weeks back, or I guess last month, they had a three-part series where they had the ume plum flavored, and then they had the cheese in family chicky, and then they mm. had the big, the big family chicky. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it looks like they're coming out again with a new family chicky, mm. and this one is really exciting. It's the family chicky boneless fried chicken soy sauce rice cracker flavor, otherwise known as kakipi which hmm. is a uh, really pop, like a one of the legendary, I mean, legendary. you know, you could be five years old, you could be 95 years old. Everybody knows about Kachipi. Hmm. It's a, um, it's just a little salty snack. Uh, and um, yeah, so it looks like uh, on the family Chicky, they have these Kachipi snacks sort of implanted in there. And you know how sort of crunchy, not crunchy, you know how... Uh, how snappy that uh, that crust is already. So I'm imagining you put those cocky peas on there. That's gonna have a, ooh, that's yeah, gonna have man. a burst. You mm. need to wear a helmet so your brain doesn't rattle around every time you, you bite into that thing. Man, I love cocky pea, and um, I'm just kind of wondering. You got the salt from the fami chicky. You got more salt from the cocky pea. There's probably about a three months worth of sodium in one of those Fami chickies right there. Yeah. But uh, yeah. no doubt, worth every single bite. Probably pickles your insides as you're swallowing. There's so much <laughs> salt going into your body. It's it's just fantastic. Yeah, I'm 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 yeah I'm cautiously optimistic. Um, but you know, as it's just hard to make the, the a perfect thing better. So that's the only sort of thing that I kind of worry yeah, always when they're messing with the family chicken. <laughs> you're, you're a purist. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got pretty excited about this flavor. I'm a little surprised, man, you're going at it. Like, uh, man, like that, like they're, like they're about to, uh, change the throne at uh, at Buckingham Palace or something like this, you know? It's a whole new... Tr- this no. Is a fantastic no, no, item, no. it looks like. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Don't get me wrong. As I said, cautiously optimistic. I, I just... With the ume, the plum flavored from uh, a couple weeks ago, it had some... That, like, ume sort of crunchy bits in the crust. And so hmm. I was... Uh, you know, I, I just hope that it's not too overpowering. They have a nice balance between the, uh, the you know, the standard family chicken and just... You know, maybe slip thin slices of the cocky pea, I think, would make it really nice. No doubt. So those are the exciting new items at the Conveni this week. Oh, yeah. um, I guess now it's time to take a look at the mailbag. And um, yes. as usual, this has become something of a tradition now. But uh, <laughs> our moms have new reviews 
on the Thanks, uh, on the podcast uh, store here, and um, from your mom, aka Smudgeroni. Uh, title of this is Wow, just Wow. <laughs> Uh, what a show. Love the additional music played during the spicy commentator segment and during the historical segment on that sweat drink. My, my, <laughs> once again, had my mouth watering. Oh, yes. Great review. And I'm, I'm guessing that, that was that was a five star, right? These are all five stars. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. good. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, from Should Be There, a.k.a. Uh, my mom. This podcast <laughs> is an international sensation. The knowledge and the expertise told through a hilarious rendition cannot be outdone. It's hard to even fathom that they have created this verbal sitcom from the opposite sides of the world. So oh. please carry on. Can't wait for the next one. Oh, geez. Wow. Miss Savage. I thank you so much. An international sensation. That is wow. That is a high <laughs> phrase right there. I praise. Oh. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, we um please next week as well leave the reviews it helps and um anyone else like if you you know if you have a few minutes where you're just kind of like sitting around watching, you know, who knows some uh some show, you know, just give us a review that'll be awesome. Also, this is a uh, maybe not mailbag, but this is a special shout out I want to give. So maybe listeners from starting from last week you noticed uh we had some new theme music. We had a new uh, intro song going on. And um, I'd like to give a shout out to the Godfather. And by the Godfather, I mean my Godfather, my Uncle Andy, for giving us some new music for the Combini podcast. And I, I just really want to thank him for uh, giving us these awesome songs. Thank you, Uncle Andy. No doubt. Uh, they've been awesome and uh very positive feedback from our listeners so far. It's just great to have a bit of a professional uh, opening to the pod. Yeah. Yeah. Let's be honest. I mean, before that, it was almost like, you know, we were banging stones and sticks together. It was, uh, it was, it was really low quality. It was like, if you were watching, you know, it's like the difference between you're watching in like 16 bit and you're watching, you know, f- you know, 4k mm. television. It was just a, a it was just a, a huge change to podcast. And we really thank you so much and so glad that uh, you and Aunt Karen are listening. So uh, please keep tuning in. Uh, another shout out here to uh, Thalia. Thalia, my uh, wife's friend, for uh, some very positive feedback about the podcast. Uh, she is a big fan and uh, very excited to learn all about the Kambini, things like the cartoon porn that's available and some uh, <laughs> vegan items that have recently become available at right. the Kambini. So uh, mm-hmm. thank you, Thalia, for listening. Thank you so much, Thalia. Yes. Uh, and then uh, another quick thing here before we wrap up the mailbag, we did do a hot dog poll. Um, I think our listeners are familiar with a couple of new items that went out. Uh, the 7-Eleven Cheese Dog, and the Lawson Goo Dog. Um, mm. And uh, we put it up on Facebook, on our Convenient Boys page. And it was mm-hmm. uh, right down the middle. Hate right down the middle. Hate to oh. see a tie. But uh, the 7-Eleven Cheese Dog and the Lawson's Goo Dog, dog. split the vote 50-50. Yep, it was uh, from what we tallied. It looked like it was uh, seven hundred and fifty to seven hundred and fifty votes. 
Unbelievable. Yeah, that that was the count. That's the official count um, <laughs> on that tally. Speaking of context, uh, this kind of rolls into um, next segment here. You know, uh, for the last few weeks, we've been touting the Lawson's Regional Mayonnaise Onigiri Tournament. This has been mm. going on for a few weeks. We introduced this actually, I think, four episodes ago. Um, oh, yeah. Eight regional onigiri started, and now we have a winner. And, oh uh, boy, Mike, you know that uh, it was it was um, it was a big finale, very exciting. We have the Sendai Beef Tongue onigiri going up against the Fukuoka Mentaiko Cheese onigiri, oh. and uh, yes. And as we were worrying, you know, this was kind of a uh, good versus evil battle. As, you know, Matt's original choice was the Sendai flavored, uh, the beef tongue miso uh, mayo flavored. And but we were worried and we knew that the Agodashi Mentai uh, mayo flavored was going to be strong. An election hasn't caused me this much anxiety since the 2016 presidential election. Okay. I was waking up on May 19th, just sort of shaken. (laughs) Well, it looks like the people have decided. And with a total of 116,421 votes, the winner is the Sendai Beef Town Onigiri. The people have spoken. It's we over, did it, baby. We did it. We did it. We did it. There's no doubt that uh, that through our combined power, we were able to force this. I bet this was also. This is probably, you know, this was probably 51 to 49 percent. No, this has uh, got to be a tight, tight race. Tight, tight race. And um, you know, this is n- no electoral college to screw this one up. This is just <laughs> the people speaking, and the people have spoken, and they want Sendai beef tongue. They don't want agodashi mentai mayonnaise, and that is a great result, I think. And um, I guess yeah. these will now go nationwide. Uh, nationwide. So, uh, you're going to be able to get your hands on one of these bad boys, I guess, pretty soon. Yeah. I will. And, um, you know, I'll see what happens. Maybe I can, you know, pack some ice into like a plastic bag. Send you one express mail. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited to try. Yeah, I'd be happy uh, to pay for that shipping cost. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> if that's possible, that would be fantastic. So, yeah, everybody, just uh, keep, you know, keep the dream alive. Keep trying to go, you know, just don't give up. Anytime you think that, uh, hey, you know what, I can't, this is just, it's, a, it's done. You got to know, if you have hope, you can overcome anything. Anything, including ago, dashi, mentai, mayonnaise, onigiri. Um, <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, yeah, I guess that takes us to, to the news. What do we got coming off the wire here, Mike? All right, guys. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't. I don't know. Why I said guys. All right, everybody. So, um, so this week we've got some really interesting news coming out of Family Mart. Um, you know, we. T- I mean, already even this episode we've talked about it probably ten or fifteen times. This is family chicky related coming out of Family Mart, and some of you might not know, but um, the family chicky actually has its own mascot. 
Mm. And the mascot, his name is the Famichiki Senpai. Mm. And um, Senpai, you know, it has many meanings. But in this in this case, you could maybe think of it as like Big Brother, Famichiki or something like that. And uh, so um, on Twitter, Famichiki Senpai has his own uh, Twitter account. And for the past couple months during this quarantine age, he's been releasing his, uh, his own workout, Mm. uh, videos. And, um, so yeah, I was, uh, this week looking at some of his exercises. He's actually in full costume. His costume is, uh, just, you know, some jeans and, uh, he's got it. He's got the family chicky bag on, uh, covering his whole body. Um, uh, yeah matt did you uh did you see these videos what'd you think well not only did i see them um i got one up on screen here let me just describe for the listeners what we're looking at like you said uh it's a person inside of a famichiki bag uh, covering (laughs) his whole body uh really down to his waist head is totally (laughs) covered he's got uh holes for arms and uh, he's got some tight jeans on and he's in the plank position uh so again, we have a man dressed up as a fried chicken, wearing tight <laughs> jeans, holding himself in the plank position. This is the uh, just outstanding uh, quarantine mm. training program that uh, yeah. the Family Mart Famichiki team is coming up with. Um, yeah, and I'd I'd really recommend anyone uh, who's on Twitter. Go follow Famichiki Senpai, and uh, who knows? You may you may learn some you know some really delicious tips as well as some tips to you know help you create your ideal body. <laughs> <laughs> well, only 140 people have actually watched this video, so um, yeah, not too many mm. people are 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 finding it. But uh, we'll post the link. And yeah. yeah, this could be an opportunity to really get back in shape while in quarantine. <laughs> That's right. Before you get out and eat a bunch of family chicky and, uh, mm. you know, turn back into a blob. Mm. So, uh, all right, Matt. Well, um, I think that that brings us to the end of this week. Uh, so um, what? anything else we want to uh, touch on before we, we head out? I think we covered it all. Uh, it- Again, another packed week, and um, man, time just flies. I'll tell you what I'm going to do when we wrap up here. I'm just going to head pop open that Karaage-kun list again and have a good hard look at the 197 <laughs> flavors that have been developed over the years. Um, that's how I'll spend my Memorial Day weekend here. <laughs> oh, that's right. Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, well, I, um, yeah, me too. I'm going to look through that list a little bit more. I'm going to try and finish off this tall boy strong zero I got and mm. then uh, probably, probably hit the sack and start start the week again. All right, man. Well, it's been great. And uh, as always, I'll see you at the Kambini. See you at the Kambini.